Hello, 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 and welcome back to the We Don't Want a Podcast. This is the show where two certified dipshits make uncertified takes about your favorite series. We are your hosts. I am Zach, and joining me as always, no need to call him Sir just because he's an anointed knight. It is Scotty motherfucking Westside. True. You know, ladies, it's fine. You know, I, you don't have to call me Sir. It's it's, <laughs> it's fine. We love Braun. Braun. Oh, don't we? This is my. This is our informal petition to get Braun uh, more screen time. Uh, that dude rules. I, I, I think I, I'd sign that petition. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, yeah, for sure. Love that dude. Oh, man. Uh, Scott, we are doing some things today. We are doing some things today. Uh, for sure. This is a pretty, you know, uh, you know, I guess it's somewhat significant. You may have heard of this. You may have heard this episode. It's a little relevant, a little bit significant to the overall story, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. One or two important things happen, I suppose. Uh, Right. uh, But yeah, it's it's the season finale of episodes or season six uh, of Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's an exciting um, time. And in in the light uh, of the seven, and uh, of just being respectful to your uh, beautiful ears and eyes, if you're watching on YouTube, mm. uh, we are going to cut the pleasantries pretty short this episode because both Scott and I feel like we have a lot to talk about. Uh, very quick informal check-in, Scott. You doing okay this week? Everything I'm doing. Right? I'm doing great. I went golfing yesterday with my cousin. It was a lot of fun. I got a little awesome. sun. Great stuff. Other than that, I'm great. I'm good. Sounds fantastic. How about yeah. you? Got, you you did some day drinking, right? Uh golf while golfing? No. Yeah. I, I haven't no? I didn't drink since the incident we oh. will talk about. <laughs> the incident, right? The, the Smash Bros incident. <laughs> I love it. Uh, uh that's good. How about you, pal? Uh everything's been going swell. Excellent. Uh I have been uh, I took your recommendation and have watched some episodes of Kaguya-sama, Hell yeah. Love is War, um, just a few episodes, but yeah. it is, Not it's enough. very funny. Not it is, it is legitimately very funny True. and I'm going to continue watching it. Um, but that's about it. My life's going great. I want to talk about Game of Thrones now. Hopefully those pleasantries were not too long for you guys. <laughs> Cause I know everybody just wants to hear True. Uh, this fucking episode. I also kept this recap relatively short uh, because a lot happens, but I want to talk about it more in detail in depth, so the recap will be relatively quick and painless. Zachy boy, start us out here, brother. This is Winds of Winter. We begin with a scene that is literally too good to describe in this recap. Uh you should actually just go and watch that instead and then probably watch it 72 more times. True. Uh, the gist of this uh, intro is big boom, lots of people die, Cersei wins big and looks great while doing True. it. True. Uh, well, I guess I should maybe backpedal a little bit. Uh, she had won big until poor heartbroken Tommy boy uh, becomes the gold medal finalist at the uh, King's Landing uh, dive team. Jesus uh, Christ. At the Twins, Walder Frey toasts a Lannister victory at River Run. Then Jamie roasts him and tells him basically what a useless dickbag he is. True. In the South, Sam, Gilly, and Little Sam have arrived at the Citadel in Old, in old Town. 
Sam lets them know that he's supposed to be the new maester, then literally creams his drawers at the sight of the library. I can't blame him. <laughs> literally. Literally. Yeah. At Winterfell, Davos confronts Melisandre uh, about what happens to Shireen and uh, asks Jon Snow for permission to execute her for murder. Mel says that she can help Jon win the war against the Night King, but instead he banishes her from the north. Sansa apologizes to Jon for not telling him about the Knights of the Vale, and he says that they need to trust each other. In Dorne, Obaris... <laughs> What? Well, okay, so short recap, but I can't let this opportunity pass us by. I love it, man. In Dorn, Obara Sand tells, tries to tell us who she is again and what her backstory is, but Lady Elena shuts her down and roasts them all. She is truly the goat for this one. True. Elena is obviously very pissed at Cersei for killing most of her family, so Varys waltzes in with the extremely overdramatic fire and blood and vengeance bit. Mm. In Marine, Daenerys tells Dario 2.0 that he is going to stay there to help keep the peace. And uh, the dude basically begs to be her side piece, uh, but she ultimately says no. Daenerys has a very genuine and great conversation with Tyrion, and he tells her that he does truly believe in her. She names him Hand of the Queen and gives him a fancy new badge. Back at the twins, Walder Frey finds out that he's actually been eating his own sons in a meat pie. So, surprise! <laughs> uh, the serving girl is actually Arya, and she tells him who she is before she slits his throat. Back at Winterfell, Littlefinger tells Sansa what he truly wants, and it's him on the Iron Throne with Sansa by his side. Uh, then the creeper goes in for a kiss, but Sansa shuts him down hard. So, of course, Littlefinger pivots to trying to drive a wedge between Sansa and Jon. Just north of the wall, Benjen Stark leaves Bran and Mira, saying he cannot pass the wall, but will continue fighting for the living. Bran vision quests back to the Tower of Joy and follows young Ned to the top where Lyanna Stark is dying after childbirth. Lyanna whispers to Ned that he must promise to protect him, that if Robert finds out, he'll kill him. Then the maid hands Ned a baby, and we smash cut to... John goddamn Snow. At Winterfell, John is trying to convince the Northerners, the Wildlings, and the Knights of the Vale to get along and help fight the war against the White Walkers. Lyanna Mormont stands up and delivers a powerful speech declaring Jon Snow the king in the north. The other lords stand up and agree, chanting the King in the North. Back at King's Landing, Jamie has returned just in time to see Cersei crowned as Queen of the Seven Kingdoms. And finally, across the Narrow Sea, Daenerys' new fleet sets sail for West Westeros with all of her allies and her dragons flying overhead. Boy! Boy. Holy, um... This is, it's just, it's just too much. So this episode has a lot of like hype and build up yes. behind it. And we've talked about it leading up to it. Like, oh, this one, big one's a coming, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I, I just want to lead by saying that watching it again now, Zach, for, for the pod and, you know, very, you know, scrupulously taking notes and critiquing mm -hmm. it. Uh, yeah. It did not disappoint. Oh, at all. Like yeah. 
This episode's pretty, pretty solid. Yeah, so I I, I, I wrote a little blurb uh, that I wanted to share before we start our deep dive. And here's my burp, my blurb. Okay, my blurb, burp. blurb me, baby. <laughs> um, so it goes like this. Okay. Scott, this might be the single most monumental epic episode of television ever. Uh, I like this episode even more after a closer look. The pace is incredibly fast, so you definitely have to buckle up and keep your arms and legs inside the ride at all times. True. But holy fuck, it's just so packed, like my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad scene at all in this entire episode. It is a 10, <laughs> pure vanilla. Uh, pure vanilla. Uh, true. Um, yes. Let's, okay, so we, sh- we should probably just get into it and... There's there's only one way to do this, like we love to do, to start from the top. Because if we try and jump around like we have yeah, been no. before, we will get lost. And I feel like more than any other episode, this episode does have an extremely specific and important yes. chain of events. Yeah, and and a couple things I'd really like to point out here. Yes. Um, this is one of several episodes directed by uh, Miguel Sepochnik, yeah. uh, who... Was the showrunner for, for for House of House the Dragon. of Dragons, yeah. But it is just like in terms of like quality television, like what he's done with Game of Thrones and House of the Dragon. This is the most consistent asshole that has ever fucking walked. He's so yeah, yeah. he's so good, and it is just like like watching this episode. It is iconic. It is iconically. Miguel Sapochnik's work. If you see his name attached to an episode, like in yes. the opening credits, you're buckle up because it's it's yeah. probably going to be a good one. Truly. Uh so this opening scene. Well, hold on, hold on, okay, hold on. You got something hold else? On. I do have one other thing. I mean, it's still in the order. Of, sure, sure. Of, okay. Uh, just something we never really call out in our in our discussions are the subtle changes to the intro. Oh yeah, true. Um, and just. It's so interesting because, like, I don't think the Starks are my favorite house, but I I just feel so connected to them and their story because, I mean, obviously they have some of the biggest characters in the show. And just, like, seeing Winterfell with the Stark sigil on it during the opening, like, uh, credits, little things like that throughout the show, I think are just, like, chef's kiss. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's, it's great. Love that shit. Okay, was that it? Are you done with the that? Was it, okay. Yeah, yeah, that was it, man. It's all it's it's all you now. Um, so but wait, there's more. No, no, no fuck you. <laughs> my my first note here. Uh, let me see here. What does this say? Uh, oh, it's all caps. This must be important. Uh, it just says "Light of the Fucking Seven. Light of the Fucking Seven. So for those who don't know, "Light of the Seven, not "Light of the Fucking Seven. Is the name of the track that plays during this opening sequence uh, yes. done by our guy, whose name is escaping me? Jawami. Yes, Rajil. Uh, I'm probably Rajil, mispronouncing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy that does all the music for the Game of Thrones show. Yes. And obviously, <sighs> Ramin. Like the, sorry, Ramin Dawadi. Yeah, Dawadi. Uh, probably still butchering that. Obviously, the opening theme like for the credits is like the iconic game of thrones track sure but for my money it does not get better than this track uh for the music in the entire show there's well so 
Uh, I think Reigns of Castamere is incredible and amazing and deserves its place very close the, to the top. The Northern theme is also another one that gets Yes. And there's one more that's way later that is also truly incredible. Mm, in this episode? No, no, no. Uh, oh. A l- couple seasons from now, actually. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, I know what you're talking but- about. But... Again, for my money, this is the this is the track I will just sit and listen to. Like yes, when I'm like listening to music, like I I agree. This track is unbelievable. You would you like to be unbelievably frustrated? <laughs> I don't know about something. Maybe why? So I did a little bit of uh, research just because of how high on this episode I was. Mm-hmm. And between 2016 and 2017, when the episode was uh, airing and uh, was up for awards. Um, it was nominated for 10 awards, and it won two of them. One of the ones that it was nominated for that did not win was music, was, was music. Was for specifically The Light of the Seven, nominated but did not win. Uh, it is just... That's a crime. Fucked up. It did win for Outstanding Costumes, and okay. it did win for Overall Best TV Episode okay, in, like, well, in the release. At I mean, least there's that. Yeah, for sure. So we should probably describe this scene a little. So... How do you do that? I, yeah, I don't know. So, it's not okay. I, so obviously, this is the trial. This is the yes. trial for Loris and Cersei. Loris uh, is there and undergoes his trial. He admits to everything uh, and basically is now going to become, like Lancel is, one of the, the warrior sons, as they're called. Uh, mm-hmm. So big loss for House Tyrell. Uh, Marjorie is not happy about this. Mace has a great dude. gasp. Oh my god, dude! I'm so glad you caught that because <laughs> his hand over the, his the, mouth. Yes, the, the I, Mace is literally like no. He does the full like hand like I can't right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My poor guy, sure Mace, does, dude. Uh, also Uncle Kevin with an A, like comforting him. He has like his hand on his arm. Yeah, I fucking love those guys it's so so good, much. All right, it's so to easy face, to miss. It's it's in the back. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. oh man, um, I, dude. Like, can I just say, yeah, like the way that this begins, just the the absence of sound. Yes, and then just the church bells mm-hmm. as and like the very very subtle sounds of like getting ready. Right when yeah. Tommen's getting dressed, they. Even like the scene, the kind of like upshot where they place the crown on Tommen's head, great mm-hmm. scene. Uh, it's just so like foreboding. Yes. Like what in the fuck is about to happen? The cinematography and the direction is excellent. Like yes. every fucking shot is so intentional and so well done. Like there's that shot of like the doors of the sept opening that's yes. like from overhead and like people start walking in. And yes, it's just like dude. it seems like such a little thing, but when you combine it with the music like mm-hmm. that foreboding kind of presence that you talked about just the the sh- the camera shots and the the cinematography is so intentional and so good absolutely there's also several shots of the high sparrow yes from low looking up at him mm-hmm. uh and then you obviously you can see like the big like dome like sept yeah uh, I mean, it's just like it's just beautiful. Speaking and, of, like, I, I, it's, it's so good. I know we've called it out before, but that interior set of like the Sept of Baylor is incredible. <laughs> it's like, so good, how does it dude. look so good? Holy shit! Yeah. Um, 
I, a couple other notes here. I, I will probably jump around a little bit, but I, I, poor Marjorie. I feel so bad for her oh. because she is the only one that's smart and aware enough to know that something is up, something is wrong. Yeah. yeah. She, well, she's not clouded in this fucking light of the seven bullshit like everybody right. else in there. You know, she's she's actually she's the only person in that room who is actually still playing the game. Yes, and is like. This is not right. Right. And in, it's, in, it's, it's just too doom. little too late, unfortunately, for her. Uh, yes. we, we obviously love Marjorie on here, and we have since she was introduced. Uh, but yeah, she's the only one that has that awareness and the intelligence to be like, something is off. Something is very wrong. And, you know, she may not know exactly what's coming, but it's it's not good. And she was correct. Uh, yeah, Um. Yeah, so actually you you kind of like hit my next note. Well, one of the next notes. I said I I I cuz this is at this point the part that you're talking about where Marjorie starts to kind of pick up on it mm-hmm. and confronts the high sparrow about it. Um the music has started at the beginning of the episode. It stopped and died down yeah. to allow for some dialogue, the whole like Laura scene, and then it comes back in and mm-hmm. Uh, my note is that I, I I cannot get over this music. It is too just like it it absolutely like drags you through the episode. It like it is it has you in a fucking chokehold. The build and it up is too. making you watch this shit. Like, yes. Um, the tension, the build, Marjorie getting more and more paranoid, confronting the High Sparrow, who is just so blinded by this like power and commitment to his role in in the seven yeah he he literally is like like what do you what do you fucking expect me to do like it's it's just no one can escape the justice of the gods what what are you talking about (sighs) that fucking idiot scott dude okay uh yeah just the 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 slow build like in both the tension of the scene obviously the music plays a huge role in that like and as it starts to get faster and escalate like the strings you know come in more uh and just like choir comes the choir comes in it starts to get more panicky like when lancel you know after lancel gets stabbed especially uh and my dude is crawling he is (laughs) he is crawling towards that flame how many times did you get stabbed lancel jesus yeah he got stabbed once by this fucking little needle and it's like dude you're this death crawl is really he must have hit like his spine or something because my dude dude is crawling uh it's it's just like like we said in the recap like if if it's been a while since you've seen this episode, I encourage you to, if nothing else, go watch that particular scene again. Yeah. Because it truly goes beyond words. Like Yeah. yeah. Have you uh have you ever seen those vi- I'm sure you have, but um like there there's always these videos that that come up on my feed about like the uh like live like like orchestral Oh. Uh, performances of like like you basically you're watching the episode but the music is being played oh, by a sure, live sure, sure, sure. Uh, like it's a live performance um there is there was this huge one that i saw recently where i mean it was beautiful it was outdoors the orchestra's playing when when the set blows up there's like this like green smoke and fireworks that kind oh, of like light up cool. behind the screen too i mean it was just like 
I would love to be there. Yeah. That it just seems like that such a goddamn sick. experience. Small, small critique here. Okay. It's not even really the because again, this is time and place too. The CGI and the explosion is not the best in the world. It's the green, dude, because I felt like like I kind of in a way feel like that too. You you are probably going to disagree with me. But I kind of feel the same way about like the uh Blackwater. You think it's well, I think because Blackwater was at night, it like it's it's a little better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I mean just the green flame as a whole, it's like it's a little obviously it's a little unbelievable. Yeah. But like it's not so much that. It's more just like the buildings and the way they're explaining. Listen, it, like I said, it's not the best in the world, but it is very impactful and it gets the oh, job yeah. done. Like sure. it absolutely does what it is intended to do. So uh there's one small thing that happens in this that uh like in this kind of sequence that we haven't really addressed yet, and I don't mm-hmm. think we mentioned in the recap, um is the children killing Maester Pisa. Oh, true, yeah. Uh, I'm going to be real honest with you, man, this episode, and this is one of the, this was the first instance of me going, like feeling like this, this episode is the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> because like, cell dies? No, 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 not, not, not because like, because there were so many moments in this episode. That's, oh, okay. I, I get, I get True. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many ep- uh, moments in this episode where. I was like, that happens in this episode. Right, oh, okay. fuck! For sure, yeah. You know, and so yeah, I I forgot that that was a thing. I I wasn't expecting it, and also like I totally forgot how brutal that is. It's extremely. <laughs> it's, brutal. it's rough, dude. Like holy, uh, yeah. We d- no one likes Pycelle, but it's still like, oh, yeah, for shit. sure. Ugh. Um, what? I- okay, I I do want to ask you because mm-hmm. uh, you have way more book knowledge than yeah. I do. Um. Why okay, like is are the child like the, the children is that just the method of um Jesus, what is his name, please? Uh Kyburn. Kyburn, like that's just kind of how he does things, or is this like an implication like of like revenge for Pycelle? Like is he like a weirdo who likes kids or something? Or like I don't know if I ever got that indication. I think that's just the, like those are ver- formerly Varus's little birds as he called them. Okay. And now, you know, we saw that scene where Kyburn kind of took him over. Yeah. Uh, it, it just seemed like, I think what it was is it seemed way too intimate for me. I think that's just how he does things. Okay. Okay. And I mean, then that's totally fair. I, I totally could have misread that. And it's like, difficult to say because it is very different in the books. Like, Pycelle dies, but I don't actually want to say, spoil who kills him because it is different. Okay. Um... You should read the books. I've said that. Before. Yeah, I I need to finish them. Uh, and that goes for everyone. But yes, uh, Pycelle does die in a similar way, but it's it's someone different. So, uh, <sighs> okay, okay. Um, but yeah, I so uh, laundry list of casualties here. Uh, the yeah. High Sparrow, who I do, you know, I talked about the CGI, but I do love the specific shot of him getting fucking Ark of the Covenanted in Indiana Jones style, <laughs> like just melted. Yes. Uh, High Sparrow, gone. Uh, our boy Mace, RIP, gone. Uncle Kevin with an A, RIP. Marjorie, RIP. Loris, eh. Um, let's see, who else? I know I'm missing more. Kyburn, or not Kyburn. Uh, Pycelle, Pycelle, obviously. 
I mean, uh, uh, Loris, Tommy Boy, Tommy Boy. You said Loris. Uh, uh, shit. Man. Am I missing anyone? Half the fucking population. True. I mean, uh, just it's just a lot of these have been around for a very yes. long time. Picel yeah. season one, Kevin with an A season one, um, Tommy Boy season one. Uh, it's Marjorie. Season no, one? Marjorie was season two. Marjorie season, season two. two. Mace would have been season two. I think maybe not on him, but it's just like so many big players, big characters wiped out in an instant, and it's just yeah. like the show is changed forever, like irrevocably at this point. Yes. Um. Anything else you uh, have about that that opening? Scene? Yeah, uh, actually, I, I want to share just one more thing, and it's not specifically this scene, just in general, but um. Amanda asked because she's she was sitting right next to me while I was watching and taking notes. She asked me a f- phenomenal question, uh, and and we may have to revisit this at the end of the season or excuse me at the end of the series. Uh, but she asked, "What is the best costume design in all of Game of Thrones?" Uh, Cersei's like during this scene is very Cersei's Black good. Queen yeah, costume yeah, yeah, is. Yeah. Is I and like I I don't want this to sound like recency bias. Yeah. Because I I think that that would still be in my list, regardless. Mm-hmm. But the the two that immediately come to my mind are this like Cersei's Black mm-hmm. Queen thing, and also I love Jamie in his in his like commander armor. Yes. Like his in his plate is like it's so good. Uh, a couple others that cut there's man. There's so many good ones. A couple others that come to mind is, uh, like Tywin, like army oh, commander get up. Yeah. That's uh, very true. Also, I adore Sansa and John's current fit. Like mm-hmm. John's like Ned inspired and Sansa, the one that she made with the dire wolf. Uh, Do you, um, can you recall, this is a later, a later season thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be extremely cryptic here. Okay. There, there's a scene with Sansa in her new getup in a later season. I don't recall. Uh, I, I will. I will have to send okay. you something yeah. like off. You know, <laughs> I, I, we're not trying to spoil shit for, yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for the listeners who haven't watched ahead. But uh, man, yeah, like there, there are some really great ones. Yeah. But dude, this uh, this Cersei getup is like. It, it is menacing. Yes, it is. Maybe we'll have to do a uh, who be thrown in uh, fit edition. Who, who, be, the, who be dripping? Who be dripping. There you go. I love that. <laughs> at the end of the series. That, that's oh, a good yeah. idea. Okay. Uh, oh, by the way, quick, quick word, because I think at some point we did tease that Amanda might be joining us for this episode. Uh, obviously, she 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 is not. Um, mm-hmm. She, you know, had other things going on, so. Yeah, uh, Amanda so said, uh, "Fuck y'all, commons." True. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Uh, Amanda, Amanda doesn't super love like being uh, like a public yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. So, and you last know, she... time she joined us, we weren't doing camera and stuff too. So, yeah, yeah, for That's sure. Fair. That's totally fair. All right, uh, are we done talking about that? That I... was only about you know thirty minutes, so we're good. We're on, <laughs> we're on good pace here. Uh, let's talk about the twin stuff and we can probably hit both segments of it here. Um, yeah, I'm good with that. So while, the- Oh, wait, we didn't say a, a fucking word about Tom and jumping. Out of oh, I mean, we said a few words. Um, <laughs> yeah, poor, I mean, listen, 
if you if your if your girl was as hot as Marjorie and she died in that way, I you know I'd probably do the same. <laughs> God damn it, Scott! I mean, can you can you recall? maybe Sir Pounce was in the sep too, and he's just he just lost everything. That's it, you know? dude. Everybody yeah. that matters. Yeah. Um, can you recall watching that for the first time? And uh, like yeah. the the framing. Okay, here's another great thing about Sapochnik's mm-hmm. uh, like style is he his use of light and yes. framing is like the linger just, on the window is so good. It is devastating, yes. dude. It's so fucking good. Did you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, like okay. when when he left frame and like the window stays there, it's yes. like oh I see where this is. Yeah. I see yeah. Where this is going. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, I, I appreciate like just the, they did not shy away from that and how just like my boy does not hesitate. Like, yeah, this it's over. Oh yeah. When I was giving the laundry list, I didn't say Tom and did I? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Definitely. Uh, anyway, (laughs) Walter Frey, he's big in his, he's, he's so full of himself and happy right now. Dude. Dude, dude thinks (laughs) everything is going my way. This is a banger, honestly. It's phenomenal. Jamie's expression through this whole thing is what sells it. Oh, yeah. The dude is just so not having it. Yeah. And I fucking love it. I love it, Zach. Yeah. uh, Jamie just, like, looking around the room, like, like, dude, this is worse than mingling with the fucking like, the like flea bottom peeps, dude. He's this is, a, he's this is worse than Zach mingling with the cat filthy with, casuals. with the fucking casuals. Uh, yeah, he he's not having it, and uh, and then we get this look, like good little bit with uh with Braun between him and Braun is phenomenal. Right? Is is the Scott is is the first? I can't remember now. I was thinking it during, like, while I was watching, and I don't think I, like, in my brain remember to follow up on this. Uh, the the first, like, serving girl that's, like, staring down Yeah, it's Arya. Jamie? That, that is Arya, that's right? Arya. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. That's, that's what I thought. I wasn't positive. Yes. But, okay. Uh, yeah, Braun being like, dude, you don't even have to try. They just fucking, they want your shit. Um... And then and, Jamie trying to make him feel better. Like, what about these? They've got their eyes on you. And he's just like, their eyes are on you. God, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, what, what's even better is with Jamie like, hey, have you ladies met Sir Braun of the yes, Blackwater? Yes. And, and he's like, I'm not in the mood. And then they, they walk up them. and he's like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Fuck it. Also, uh, Braun never afraid to throw the you know twincess shade at Jamie when he says uh-huh. asks him not blonde enough. Not blonde enough for you. And Jamie's like very, very good. Jamie must feel about that joke the same way that Tyrion uh, yeah, feels yeah, yeah. about the, the fucking height joke, jokes. Yeah. Well, see now I don't know because I feel like Braun is one of the very few that's like brave enough to actually like True. call right. him on that shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh it's phenomenal. I, I Jamie, when Frey comes over and starts trying to talk to him, and Jamie is just like, you know, hey, listen, I understand you're trying to do like these pleasantries, uh, but no, fuck you, you're a useless sack of shit, and I'm gonna tell you what a useless sack of shit mm-hmm. you are. Uh, is phenomenal. 
Yeah. But yeah, also, absolutely. I guess to Walder's credit is he just shrugs it off because he knows what he is and is just like fine with it, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I I particularly like when Jamie is like, I mean, well, I like the whole interaction, yeah. but Jamie says something to the extent of like, oh, like have you done much fighting, mm-hmm. you know, like in your day? And he's like, well, the point of fighting is victory. Mm-hmm. And I ha- and I am victorious over my enemies. Um, And I just think that that's like such a Walder Frey answer because like, dude, you're not vi- like you are not victorious. You're like you're only in this position because he's of he's better writing men. He's writing coattails. He's writing co- coattails for sure. And um. And then Jamie's like, look, dude, like, if we have to ride up here every time to, to save you every time you le- lose a castle, like, what do we need you for? Yep. And Walder Frey doesn't really say much after that. True. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. The, the guy's a sack of shit, and uh, he gets what's coming to him when when we come back to the twins. Uh, this scene was surprising. Like, I think... Well, so this this is uh this is the trope from like the the like the Rat King or something like that, right? Like, uh, I, yeah, kind I of misremembering something. Play on that, yeah. Okay. Uh, and there's also like a very different uh Frey Pie situation in the books, but um, yeah, this is one that like truly I feel like surprised me because uh, a I don't think I expected Arya to be like back in Westeros this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and B just like just the quickness with which this happens it just like escalates so yeah. quickly and it's amazing yeah man like I said in my blurb yeah <laughs> gotta keep your fucking arms and legs inside the ride at all times this thing is moving <laughs> true oh. true true and, and I think that like so I, I think that like if you if you can get in that mindset then you're going to be okay with it. Like, cause for some people I could see where it's oh. like, like, dude, this is jumping like, holy shit. This is just wham, bam, blam one after another, you know? But it's like, if you just can like sit back and enjoy the ride, like this is, it's nonstop no, see, giving man, it to you. Yeah. I love it. I absolutely yeah, good. Okay. Good, good, good. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think the reason I'm clarifying that is because you and I romanticize the slow character. Sure. We do. A lot. Yeah. Which are, are equally fantastic, but like this, this episode just yeah, did it right. It did. I mean, so the right. the big the big Arya revenge. This is three entire seasons in the making. You know, three seasons since the Red Wedding, basically for the Starks getting their revenge, uh, and it's Arya delivering it in just it's an extremely satisfying way. Like, yeah, I agree. No notes on this. It's fantastic. Uh, yeah, completely agree. Uh, anything else on that? No, you want to hit uh, the Citadel? Yeah, uh, this this won't take long. I don't have much to say here other than uh, I love Sam like trying to make friends at the Citadel. Truly, like, just I, well, uh, life's a bit of what does he say? Uh, irregular. I suppose life yeah. is a bit irregular. <laughs> so funny, dude. Uh, dude. Okay, the first shot of the Citadel. Yeah, I wrote a joke. Okay, I can't wait to hear it. Holy shit, Adele. <laughs> somehow better and worse than i thought it was gonna be <laughs> dude hell yeah Holy no but i mean truly hell. it's so fucking cool yeah man like, 
this is so this is uh like one of the wonders of westeros this is the tallest structure it's the tallest structure it's yeah, yeah. it's I think taller, it's taller than, than, the wall? than the wall i believe if i remember correctly. that is just absurd and said to be built by brand the builder as correct. well correct yes okay cool stuff old man. town yeah uh very cool stuff like old town we don't see a lot of but it, it is cool uh yeah. and i also the bit of the guy not reaching out his hand is very <laughs> funny so just like listen like this has everything i basically want and need from a sam scene is just like like him being fun uh you know he gets his emotional moments here and there and that's fine this isn't really one of those but yeah just kind of a quick little check-in hey they're here now uh this is where sam's yep. gonna be this is totally fun. irregular <laughs> this, this is, is irregular, irregular. <laughs> Uh yeah, that shouts to that dude that played that uh, <laughs> yeah, that yeah, maester, yeah. that the fucking bookkeeper dude. Uh, he, he did what it what I thought was hilarious that like of all these books of the fucking Citadel, yeah, he just happens to have the one giant of tome on his desk does. that tells him who's the who's fucking the Lord, ma- yeah, who's yeah, the yeah. Lord Commander of the Night. Well, I had a bunch of books, dude. They were probably like Come on. all the current leaders of the realm. I don't know. Uh Let's talk about, okay, so we're going to come back to Winterfell, but we should talk about this Davos and Mel scene. Yeah, man. Um, Liam Cunningham, dude. Dude, holy shit. He is truly, like, such an unsung hero. Like, not on this podcast, but just in general. Um, He's a fucking powerhouse and just always delivers a stellar performance but when he's needed to step into something like truly extraordinary yeah he just he just does it man he's so good and man i like i can feel his hurt when he is yelling Dude, at mel he the part of it that that truly hurts me is that he knew but once Mel actually says it out loud. It just like it damn near breaks him. Like, yes, and just there's oh like, that realization. Like because like I said, he knew he already fucking yes. knew. But when she actually says it, that's when he truly like breaks, and it is soul. He has this one. It's just such a split. Like like a. It, it's it's just like the the. I don't know the the dressings of like of like a truly like great performance like his he does this thing where he like like yeah, gasps yeah yeah yeah, yeah. The, yes oh, yes 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 that's exactly God, what I'm talking about dude yep. Scott like yeah it's, so it's very good sad dude. I loved her like she was my own yeah dude <sighs> shouts it's, shouts to uh, uh what is her name Mel's actress uh, I I don't remember her name because like again as usual in this episode this whole fucking scene is fantastic just like the quick shot of her like holding and like yeah the the little stag thing you can tell like she is also like i don't even know how to say ashamed and a little hurt by it too yes and like torn up about this but but you know she's trying to like there was no other way you know she's trying to like rationalize it yeah. Uh, uh, it's very Carice Van Houten. Carice Van Houten. Yes, of course. Yeah. Um, John. John is solid here. Uh, it's just like yeah. I I don't think we 
need to say much more than like you said Liam Cunningham I mean just like the the emotions like swell yes uh, uh, during this scene it's it's incredible it's very very good uh <sighs> wow yeah holy shit poor poor Davos um but yeah Mel getting banished John does not I I, I really love also just one more quick thing here how like as she's walking out he stops her and is just like if you ever ride north again i will execute you myself and davos yeah. is just like oh love that dude yeah i i agree we also get john and sansa yes. on the ramparts <laughs> and uh what oh my god what's, no, what's I so just, funny no it's i i love this scene a lot it just always cracks me up these two together because she's so much so taller tall. than him <laughs> She's like so when, when he goes to kiss tall. her forehead. Yes, she's like, yeah, literally exactly uh, what I'm thinking of poor, poor Kit Harrington. Uh, uh, but no, it's, it's a it's great, great scene. Uh, I just love Father Always Promised, didn't he? Yeah. Oh my God. About the White Raven and Winter being here. It's it's just so you know. I will tell you this. So like in in hindsight, I enjoy this a lot. Um, but what I I can recall like the first time watching ever when the white doves flew or raven white doves right that's what they are white ravens okay Mm -hmm. so when the white ravens fly and then they get there and she says the thing um i have i was thinking like we've had so many fucking symbolic references to like the end of summer and like that winter is here and now, like, they're just saying it again. Well, no, because I used to think that as well. But there is a fall. Like, that was, like, they did this kind of before, but it was for summer is over, and now we're in fall. Well, yeah, I mean, but there was, like, like oh, like, when Bran's direwolf, when summer sacrifices, like, that's, it symbolizes the end of summer. <laughs> okay, you know? Like, sure, like there, there's guess, just, sure. there's a lot of those little, like, sprinkles, which are all fine. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. really, like, I guess... I, what I'm saying is that I have grown out of that. Sure. Uh, okay. But I, I definitely felt like that the first time I watched it. I'm like, oh, this trope, like this thing again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, it's it's excellent. Yep. It, it's and it's so honestly just heartwarming. I I like seeing them together. Yes, heartwarming. I love that John. You know, doesn't isn't mad, but also doesn't like fully excuse her for not telling him about the Knights of the Vale. Like all he says is like, we need to trust each other. You know? Yeah. He, he yeah, doesn't, yeah. he doesn't like you should say it's me, okay. Or he, and he doesn't say, yeah, Oh, it's no, totally fine. It worked out in the end. It was just, Hey, we need to trust each other. He, he, ju- he gives her a question back first. He's like, do you trust Baelish? Right. And yeah, she, yeah. she's like only a fool like our father <laughs> yes. would truly <laughs> holy shit yeah um dead. so a an insane realization happened um like right here uh so first off there's a music swell and it's great um but i paused the episode for a second to continue my notes and i realized that we were only 30 minutes into this episode at this point dude how in the fuck is there this much shit in one episode? It's so crazy. Well, the next scene is in a door, so it's not as good as the rest of it. But it's 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 still good. It's though, still dude. pretty all right. It it's, is still good. Like if well, we're gonna see Dorn, yes, I want to see somebody shit 
on oh my god my autocorrect corrected her name to obama sand (laughs) (laughs) obama sand that's really good oh that's great yeah uh, i want to see somebody shit on obama sand truly uh, uh again yeah. olena truly the goat just legendary i also think this is partially the showrunners being like almost like, like we know an sucks. apology for season five yeah like <laughs> we, we <laughs> yeah. fucking know we're you gonna look like an angry little boy <laughs> yes <laughs> we're gonna have the master of roasting lady olena herself come in here and shit all over them uh, all of the sand snakes. She leaves no fucking stone unturned. It's mm-hmm. it's phenomenal. You mean no sand unturned? Yeah. Eh. All right. Um. But why? Bear what? shows up. Yeah. What is just so overly dramatic with the <laughs> bell and the timing of the? I'm just like, okay, yeah. Come on, Barris. So really, my guy. Can I tell you that I I love this? You love? Oh, I you love would. it. You it's so would. corny. It's I so love corny. it so much, dude. <laughs> and, like it was corny at the time, but also with the, like years having gone back, like mm-hmm. gone by, and how fire and blood is like just this like it's this fucking iconic saying yeah, now yeah, yeah. because of all the like the sequels and you know pre- like all, all the shit that's come yeah, out yeah. since the show. I, like it makes me roll my eyes even harder, and, and you just it, love I, it. I kind of love it. Dude. All right, I'm down <laughs> with it. I'm down with it. I'm not mad at it. I'm just like, I just thought it was funny and ridiculous. Yeah. 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 Uh, which is fine. Uh, anything else about the Dorn scene? No. Okay. No. Uh, we got Marine next. We do. And, um, poor Dario. I'm going to, I'm going to get out ahead of this one here because I, I don't know how you feel about all of this. Okay. But, um, I genuinely loved the Marine stuff in this episode. Um, all of it, even the Dario stuff. I think I'm fine with most of it. I I don't have anything against it. It's totally all good. The Daenerys Tyrion conversation is excellent. Yes. Um we'll get to that. Th- there I don't know if you can picture this. I might have to try and find some stills to like throw up on the YouTube video. But I uh this is the most in- I mean like look, you and I are very intentional like show watchers and you know like consumers yeah, we're not of most things. casuals well <laughs> is what you're trying to say yeah. i mean <laughs> you don't have to uh call me out for being a fucking yeah, piece of shit no i will but i will i guess what i'm saying is like even now though like watching it with an even more intentional lens mm-hmm. i'm picking up on more things that i like love and appreciate and th- and again i mean i just have to hand it to sapochnik here like his, I said this earlier with the step scene, his use of lighting and framing there, there, the shot, it's a wide shot of the, of Danny's room where she's sitting off to the right side, like sitting on a, like a bench or something. Mm-hmm. And then Dario's standing on the left side and like, there's, you know, like some furniture in between them and she's sitting closer to the light. He's sitting or he's standing like in the dark area, but it's shot behind like almost like a hallway wall. So it's like, it's framed like a dude. It's, it is such a beautiful shot and it's just like such a simple conversation yeah. piece 
and it's not meant to be this epic thing, but it, the architecture looks gorgeous, and it, like I, I'm just blown away by most of the marine shots in this episode. Yeah, the care that went into like, like you said, the framing and the lighting, like even oh, between God. episodes of this same season, like to me is just night and day. Yes, like I, I don't know if it's. I suppose it could be, but I mean, we have been paying very close attention to these episodes and it could be just like the hype of this episode, but I was noticing like just things were like that were jumping out to me way more than they have in, you know, any episodes for a couple seasons, you know? Right. Um, oh, it's so good. Man. Yeah. The Dario stuff is, 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 you know, fine. She's doing absolutely the right thing here. You know, he's 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 uh, our boy is he's got the riz as the as the kid as the kids say. He tells him like some like some shit like 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 I don't care like I just want to be with you like I mean he's he's I was gonna say I was gonna say he's down bad as the kids would say he's like literally just like I you know hey I don't care I'll be your I'll be your mistress mistress whatever you want to call it he's like. In my eyes, and maybe this is this is my you know what this is, is Scott. It's my brain uh-huh. preparing itself for what we might do in our next series. Oh no! Um, I'm going into this like like corny ass like fantasy love story thing happening, and and it's like this idea that like my love for you transcends oh, marriage sure. and sure, like sure, politics sure. and like. It's like, hey, boy's got bars, man. He's dropping that riz real good. He's trying. I feel like this would (laughs) land more with me if it was original Dario. I still, listen, (laughs) shouts to OG Dario. I still miss him. Dario 2.0, I will not miss you. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I will not. (sighs) You're a fucker. Let's, I want to get to the meat of this because uh, this scene between Daenerys and Tyrion I I I would have to go back and double check but off the top of my head I feel like this is my favorite Daenerys scene like really I'm yeah like specifically I guess Daenerys have having a conversation with someone okay Um, I mean it's it really is great and she I won't shut up about it, but it it looks so. Uh, yes, this was when you were talking about the other one. This one was actually what I was more thinking of when she goes down and sits by Tyrion and yes, it's like the fucking the frame behind yep, them with the light yep, coming yep, through yep. it. Oh my god, Incredible. dude, it's so good. But Daenerys is <laughs> more genuine and human in this yes. conversation than she has ever been in the entire series. Yes, like. She's just very, and I liked her in this moment more than I maybe ever have in this series. She's just like very, like, uh, she's emotional. You can tell that this wasn't easy for her, but she's Mm -hmm. honest. She's like direct with Tyrion. She doesn't like go off on some like, I need to let everyone know my fucking 66 titles uh, when I walk into this room. Mm -hmm. It's... If she acted like this more of the time, I would like her a lot better. Uh, and it's just a really good conversation she has with Tyrion. I, I don't know what else, you know, more I can say about it. It's fantastic. Yeah, I I agree, man. It's it's also like, do you remember when when Tyrion finally got to Marine? 
how we were kind of like saying things like like it's it's nice to see like Dink like Peter Dinklage like yeah. act yeah, again yeah. uh and and de- like deliver a performance mm-hmm. um I I don't think that Amelia Clark is bad in any way. No. I think she, I think she's a good actress and I think that I don't love her character so I tend not to be super involved in her stuff but like this is this is just a show of great character acting. It's I mean it's it's just it's just great. I mean I I don't know anybody who wouldn't enjoy watching this. It's it's great. Uh like I said, I off the top of my head one of my favorite for sure Daenerys scenes. Um and Tyrion is named Hand of the Queen. And man, her giving him that badge, like the emotion that Dinklage is able to portray, like yes. on Tyrion's face, like how much that means to him is just yes. like it warmed my heart. It really did. I agree. Um, uh, I have just sent you a like just a screenshot. Well, it's it's sending, so give it a minute. A screenshot of that one particular frame that I was talking about. I just I just want to try and like see if you like it's a shitty screenshot because like it's not high res but it's just i found it and i wanted to send it to you so you'll probably on have my that in a phone or? On, on, on your phone yeah okay. yeah uh and you know i'll, I'll find a nice photo i mean i know exactly up. what you're talking about do you, you okay didn't need to to send your time you didn't like seem like you did okay uh fucking common and <laughs> that's the meanest thing you've ever said to me yeah. uh anything more on that particular we'll be back to marine one more time but yeah, no. Um No, uh oh dude, actually, I'm cuz obviously my my notes are chronological to the episode and I know we already covered uh the fray stuff. Yeah. But dude <laughs> I just saw it cuz it's when we go back. All oh, right, right. Uh when when uh Walder is asking uh pseudo Arya um well, where the fuck oh, are my sons? Trimming their... <laughs> <laughs> yes. What are they doing? Trimming their cunt hairs? Yeah, dude. Walter manages to guy. get into one more fucking banger of a line before he dies. So. He is Good so hardcore, him. man. Good on him. Yeah, that is... That is... <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. That is great. I forgot about that, too. Um, So this is where Littlefinger goes full creeper mode on Sansa. Uh, I mean, he's done it before. Yeah, true. Actually, yeah, Piece true. Of shit. He um, sucks, man. He does suck. Uh, he just lays it all out here for Sansa, and uh, she she just shuts his ass down. Yeah, uh, which is pretty great. Good on good you, Sansa. Her. Absolutely good for her. Uh, so yeah, he's you know his backup plan is hey, but you you can't trust John though, you know, like right. On the yeah, but I think my note says, and there he goes doing that thing that he does. Doing that thing that he do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't have much else to say about that, do you? No. Uh, let's move over to North North, Cold Hands. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay. I have one note about this. Guy. Okay, tell me. My one note is uh, Cold Hands is a fucking badass. And, oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, I, I think I he's so cool. I like him. No, I think he's so... What are you talking about? I thought you were talking... When we first came back to him, you were talking about how corny his, like, fighting style with that rope lantern like, whoa, ball whoa, hold thing on. Let me, let me rephrase. Let me, okay. let me clarify. Maybe please. I'm misremembering. No, I, I know what you're talking about, and you're. I think you're taking it a little out of context. Okay, I don't fair. like, like, the... 
I think the weapon is dumb. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, True. and that's not what I think is cool. I think that his character as a whole, like, like I, I love this idea that he's like, well, this is as far as I can take you because there's spells in that wall. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. That I, you know, I can't go on, but also. I still fight for the living and yeah. the, the great war is coming and I still fight for the living. And he like rides off to like continue the good fight. I'm, I'm like, I'm with such you a there. cool fucking dude. Yes. That's, that's rad. what I'm talking about. I'm a hundred percent with you. That's fair. Um, yeah, he's cool here. Like, like you said, I think it's, it's cool that this, this gives us a little insight to, uh, I think a subtle nod. Uh, Hey, something's going to have to happen to the wall. Yeah, possibly for, uh, you know, the war to come to the seven kingdoms for, you know, the White Walkers. So just a, a subtle nod there that I like and appreciate as well. But what we really need to talk about is Tower of Joy. Bran obviously goes vision questing again. Mm -hmm. And this time he does not have the three eyed raven to stop him following his father to see what's going on up in the tower. Mm -hmm. So we see what's going on up in the tower. Mm -hmm. um, Zachary. Can, can we, I need to ask you before yes. we dive into yeah, this, go Scott. Ahead. More so for our non-spoiler following along with us for the mm -hmm. first time. <sighs> I feel like His it's name is very, okay, yeah. But I feel like it is very clear what this means. Look, man, respectfully, not everybody watches with that intent. I know, but when this episode first came out and people were like, well, so it's not really confirmed. And I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. I don't get that angle. Uh, oh, so if sure. you want to play yes. that angle, I look, will, I'm not. But... Uh, listen, 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 listen. I'm not playing that angle. Okay. Look, no, you no, know. I'm that when this like when everything was coming out you and I theorized yes, our yes. fucking asses off and we both thought the same thing which does end up being correct um, we are really dancing around this yeah i know it's just i guess what i'm saying is like like the way that the show gives it to us is like for those of us who for those watchers who maybe like don't know the lore or like don't know the subtleties that have been like dropped throughout mm -hmm. the story so far like there will be another reveal later Right. And like, so I want to ask you, like, are we going to bypass that and just assume that all of our listeners and watchers are like, you know, diving a little bit deeper the way that you and I like? Or do we want to leave that? Because that's a real thing that like, the, <laughs> I think maybe are you so are you talking more specifically about the, uh, the like relationship and the dad? Yes. Between them. Yes. Who, who's okay. dad? Like, do we want to leave that I'm out? I'm fine or? with leaving out. OK. All right. I think what is extremely made clear and evident in the episode is who this baby in this scene is. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, for that's sure, what I sure. was talking about because... Yeah, come on. The rest of it, sure. Okay, here's, here's what I want to say before we even get to that. Here's what I really want to say is this Ned and Leanna scene moved me way more than I remember. Oh... Like, yes. we know these characters, but we don't really know them in this way. You know what I'm saying? Like, we've spent very little, very, very little time with Lyanna, right. uh, and very, very little time with Ned in this younger form. But 
these actors also crushed it in this in their short time in this small scene yes and even before it gets to obviously the big part where it's like if you're not fucking moved by the combination of the music and the the shots like i don't know what to tell you uh but like even before that i was like oh this scene is good like holy shit yes uh yeah what what do you what do you what do you have to say about it uh, well so i'm trying to like you know that my favorite thing to do is like take i guess like take myself back into like sure. the first time i love that uh the, the the nostalgia side of it but do you do you recall the maybe i'm sure it was probably an alt shift x video the goat by the way y'all should go watch his videos True. um there was this like breakdown on the way that this scene was shot about the prophecy of Azora High. Do you I, recall this? I don't remember this one. Oh man, it's so cool. Like there's like like there's something about like being born under under a bleeding star or like right, something right, right. something to of, that. Yeah, yeah. And like it goes like frame for frame and talks about like so the sword the sword is Damn. like leaning against the bed what tell me the name of the sword again uh dawn that's uh and it's made out of a fragment of a meteor yes um so like there and it's like bloodied because it was had just been like yep. it just seen battle it's, uh, what's his name sword uh arthur dane arthur dane yes thank you um and like just like small things that were like hey it could mean this yeah, yeah, yeah. this would be a creative way to like digest this scene um about john right being this the idea of this like the prince that is coming the prince that's promised uh azora high whatever whatever name you want to give him uh and it's just it just has all the hype because i can't tell you enough dude like you and i have talked about this we talked about it when we were going through harry potter we i know we've talked about it a couple times here but like i i always like <sighs> teeter with like do i like the idea of prophecy and fantasy mm, sure right um like but when when it's so cryptic in a way that's like hey you can kind of make it what you want it and it doesn't have to be this like the point of the story mm -hmm. it's that's the right in my opinion that's the right way to do it i'm i'm 100 with you um, I, I i think it's yeah. it's usually best when it's left ambiguous you know? yes and uh, you know there is no right or wrong usually where it's like, hey, you know, make it, you know, see it how you want to see it almost. Right, uh, right, exactly. I, like, I, I mean, and even we see this this theme happen even in like the, the scene that we got with Mel and Davos, you know, like she apparently yeah. was told by her God to do this thing mm -hmm. to get this outcome. And it's like, that didn't work, right. you know, like... um so it, but it's also like, she argues, well, it did work because it got me here to John to this day, and we've retaken sure. Winterfell and blah blah. Again, yeah. she's seen it in the way that she Correct. wants to see it. Exactly, and I and I truly, I love. I think I might love that idea of like prophecy and like the higher power like at work mm -hmm. more than just like simply leaving that stuff out. I like the guessing and like, the, ooh, does this 
does that mean this? But like, if it doesn't, it's okay. You know, right? Exactly. And I think oh, so the, good. The theory, like we talked about a ton, is like the the theory crafting around that is one of the funnest things about experience. Truly, whether it's a show or a media or a game or whatever it is in this way. But at the end of the day, like when it's, I, I do love and appreciate when it's left open, where it's like, you know, there is no, oh, this is canon and this is non-canon. It's like, you know, hey. Kind of whatever you want it to be, whatever, you know, is your personal yes. favorite pet theory, you know, could work. And I think, you know, the I'm sure there are plenty of people out there like on on them internets that would be like, oh, no, your theory is wrong and this is what's right. right it's like, right. that's bullshit. You know, like I, I, I 100% agree with you. I think when it's it's a little more open ended and ambiguous like that, it's 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 more fun, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um. This so the the north theme that you're talking about is the one that that plays here, right? Yes, that's okay. That's why I thought you were the the track you were talking about. This so this smash cut, uh, fucking destroys me. <laughs> like not not in like a, I'm gonna break down and cry way, but in a my emotions. Oh God, my emotions yeah. kind of way, dude. It's it is such a moving piece yes like it it's so beautiful shouts to kit for holding that fucking just like stare and pose so well for so long too yeah also not shouts to that baby for that face that like weird like (laughs) the eyes open i hate it dude no like i don't (laughs) they somehow made that baby look exactly like look like kit i i I don't know what witchcraft they're using (laughs) But that, like, when that smash cut happened, I was like, oh, that was baby Kit Harrington. Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. They got I a agree. time machine. So Amanda and I have long since, like, joked about how funny we think the baby looks. Like, the, just it's just like it's like the half open eye thing that it does. It's a fucking and baby, dude. Amanda's, like, so Amanda's working from home, uh, and she's, like, sitting typing, writing out an email. And the scene comes on, and I like slap her leg, and I'm like, "Yo, look, look!" look. And she looks up and just breaks out laughing. Like, that fucking, that baby's face is so you funny. fuckers ruining my favorite scene of this episode. <laughs> it's so funny, uh, dude! Like it's just combined with like the theme, like you said, uh, just like something we had obviously, like you said, talked about and theorized for so long. Yes, not everything is fully revealed, but like one of the biggest parts of it is, along with you know, like. Like I said, I think the Leanna and Ned actors just killing it with her. Just promise me, Ned. Promise me, Ned. Yes. Even I, even oh the I don't god. want to die. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. <sighs> dude, it it hurts, dude. It's, like it's him, so sad. It, like her trying to still talk to him and him, like you know, he's like get in water shock and denial. I'm like, is there a maester? You know, like you know, like it's it's. Oh my god, I love this scene. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, anything else? So obviously, obviously, this transitions to the Winterfell stuff. But do you have yeah. anything else you want to say about? No, just like the tower? the. I I don't think that I felt or experienced the same level of emotion that you did. Yeah, but it definitely got started, and then the transition into the well, scene yes. in the north. Holy shit! Is what for me sends it home, dude. Sure. Like that just is a is another level of like feels um and i i said this earlier at uh 
I, I don't remember what, what scene I said it with, but like it, it is, it is amazing how this show is able to make like people. I, and I'm, I guess maybe I shouldn't assume there might be people who, who don't enjoy the Stark family, but like, it's crazy that like, to me, they're not the most interesting house. Like they're not really the house I like necessarily like align with the most, but like, they are clearly like the emotional lifeblood oh, of this sure. show, you know. And you re- you really think people like that exist that don't like like even me like I'm fully Lannister brained over here and I still <laughs> right. fucking love the Starks also. So I I mean I get I just I don't want to assume, yeah, right, but I mean like it, it should be assumed that like yo the like this is if you want to experience emotion throughout this show like watch the stark stuff yeah. like the, the starks just drive it man True. um i guess anyway what, I, what i'm getting at is like this this scene even though i'm not like yo that's my guy my favorite character like i love the north like i don't feel that but in this moment i fucking feel that a hundred percent like <sighs> there has never been a time when i would have told you john snow is my favorite character in the show Right. But when moments like this happen, like when moments like Battle of the Bastards and Watchers of the Wall happen, sometimes I think to myself, but why isn't he, though? He kind of <laughs> right. fucking rules. Yeah, I mean, he's just like, I feel like he's the story's easy pick. Yes. Like, it's like saying Goku's your favorite yeah, yeah, Dragon Ball Z well, character, no, right? No, 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 no. That's, that's, <laughs> okay, that's right, it's okay. insult to Jon Snow. <laughs> Fuck okay. off with that. You get what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like it's, he, it would he's be the obvious winner. Oh, you'll you know? hate this one. It would be like Frodo saying Frodo is your favorite. Oh, disgusting, dude. Gross. Gross. Hey, Bro. I got to <sighs> give a quick shout. I will talk more about this scene, obviously, but quick shout to my guy, Wyman Manderley. Uh, the most yes. disrespected book to show transition character there is like. That dude fucking is so goddamn cool in the books, and they make him just like a lame, like, oh, we didn't help the Starks fight asshole here, and I hate it. Yeah. So shouts to the real Wyman Manderley. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, are you done? Yeah, I'm Are you done. getting off that uh, horse yeah, yeah, now? I'm off that horse now. Uh, who, which one's the one that has the iconic yell, King of the North? Who is that? Is that Lord Glover? I think it's Glover, yes. Dude. Dude, he has such a good voice. Dude, why is his actor so fucking good? I literally... <laughs> so great. We talked about this a couple episodes ago when the scene where they go to the Glovers... Yeah. ...and and have that conversation with him. We talked about, like, how that guy killed it. And Unsung he hero. fucking kills it again here. So I looked him up. Tim McKinney. Okay. Uh, shouts to you, dude, because why are you so fucking good in such a small role? Dude, like this guy, his voice, man, just does it for me, man. Um, he kills it. But look, we, we would be remiss if we, if we didn't address Liana Mormont here. Oh, obviously we're going to address Liana Mormont. Come on. Um, this, this young Bella Ramsey like at the time that this, I, I know we talked about this and you know, when she was introduced, but I just, I cannot get off of this man. When this, when she was introduced and then in, again in this episode, like mm-hmm. the way that she had the entire 
community in a fucking chokehold was it's true absurd man the internet she was on just, fire for her truly but yeah. like but and i don't i don't know that i always feel this way when like the internet is like leaning into something like no, that but like not. deservedly so yes i feel usually like. i lean the opposite direction <laughs> <laughs> right uh Gotta but be the god damn yeah you're that asshole yeah. um not in but this dude, case, no. Bella Ramsey, man, uh, what an absolutely just young powerhouse yeah, yeah. to to stand up in a room full of old grizzled men mm-hmm. and deliver that performance. Is, House Mormont remembers. It is just so overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. Like she's so fantastic it's it's truly great (sighs) my god man i so obviously there's you know the big parallels to uh end of season one jesus it that long ago when they did this king of the north right yeah with uh with rob uh and i think that's very cool but just like the the overwhelming like just like emotion on John, like on Kit Harrington's face, like during this scene when they're starting to chant for him. This uh-huh. is this is basically everything, you know, he's he's ever wanted, like kind of coming true. And it's yeah. just like Well it's really like, special it, to see. It is, but it isn't. So Yeah, I know what you're let's, saying. Yeah. Because look, the the thing that makes that makes John John is that he he doesn't ask for the he doesn't want this particularly he does want the acceptance right right he he wants the he wanted to be a true Stark to be a Stark to yes. be an equal mm-hmm. but he he never asked for this right you know and that's something that I, I is just such a cool yeah, yeah. like way to explore that character right like right. you know you you always like I the, think the hero that doesn't want it but yes. like. I think what you said there is is very crucial and important. It's not so much the leadership, it's the, it's the acceptance that's he yes. wanted. Like being a growing up a bastard, yes. that is what he has wanted more than anything is the acceptance. My my note about John is dude, John's incredulous look. Like like what the fuck Wait, is what happening? Is happening? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is not what I was expecting today. Yeah, true. Like it just it reminds me of when Sam stood up for him uh for Lord Commander yeah, and yeah. he's like he he looked like, a little <laughs> more scared then though like yeah, I've been oh sure. shit what is happening? But um yeah. there is uh a very low swell of the Game of Thrones theme mm-hmm. as this starts unfolding and um it's great, and I know that we've already sang the song of Lord Glover, but he st- he's the last to stand up, and he's the one that like gets the chant in full force, mm-hmm. but he says, a man can only admit when he is wrong yeah. and ask forgiveness. And Why is his acting boy. so good? Why are you so good, Tim? <laughs> Fucking Tim! So good. This guy needs to be in what? everything. Yeah. What does he say? Like, uh, I'll regret that to my dying day. Like about not joining them. And like, you can just hear like his voice is like similar to like almost Davos early in the episode. Like his voice is like breaking, like on the yes. verge of breaking. Oh, dude! Holy shit! <laughs> How does this episode have this it's, much, it's dude? It's fucking insane. Um, let's finish up and then remind me. I want to say one more thing about this scene. Okay. A question 
but I want to finish the episode first, and then we'll come okay, back. Okay, all right. Any sure. Anything else about that? Uh, we, no. We talked about it a lot. Yeah, but we really have. Just <laughs> I just get very emotional watching Yes, Goosebumps, yeah. the King yeah. in the North chant. Oh, that'll do it. Uh, so just real quickly, the King's Landing. Um, this is Cersei. She is crowned as Queen of the Seven Kingdoms. And I think on first watch... I read this very differently than this watch through. I, I'm going to be honest. I felt very confused watching this. Really? Okay. Like the, the specifically like the Jamie Cersei interaction. Yes. Yes. That makes yeah. me feel very like, like what does it mean? And I feel like I've, I felt the same the first time watching it. Okay. So yeah, let's hear your thoughts. Yeah. Your to take. put in perspective from when I first watched it, I thought this was their breaking point mm. for sure. Like, okay. because basically where their relationship is at, at the end of the books is like, Jamie kind of fucking hates Cersei. Yeah. So I was like, okay, they just kind of moved shit around. This is where he's going to like have his Cersei breakup. And I read this scene as, he is horrified by what he's seen here. Sure, okay. And you don't feel like that this time. Rewatching it this time, no, I got more of kind of a resigned acceptance vibe from Jamie here. Mm, but maybe I that's just that. because I know what's coming. You know what comes next. Yeah. I mean, that's well, I mean, I think that knowing what comes next is I think is appropriate in this case because I think it just sheds maybe some clarity on what it is intended to mean. You know? Yeah, like it could be. Um, yeah, I think that that's a good way to say to, to say it. Resigned acceptance. Like, yeah. do you think that there's a little piece of like admiration in there? Maybe I don't know. Like, it's, I I think there's I think there's more. Yeah, maybe. I think there's more acceptance than I, I for sure originally thought. Okay. I think my sure. brain was so stuck in, well, they have to have their the break their up. blow up moment at some point, and this must be where it is when I first. Right. Oh, yo, we uh, I, I'm sorry. I guess maybe I I might have things out of order because I, I didn't take a note. The whole thing with the the septa. Oh is yeah, that, that was a, that was at the very beginning. Actually, that was like light of the seven scene. Uh, oh, you're right. You're right. That, yeah, yeah. that was that right was after some that hardcore shit. That was yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I okay. forgot. We don't. We don't put need a note about that. that. But yeah, um, yeah, messed up stuff. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. I just I that was the biggest takeaway for me on this one is like it's 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 you know very obviously big wins for Cersei. Um, she is kind of all business. I think all of her joy has been kind of tempered by obviously losing Tommen, so she is just kind of yeah. business here. It's... You, there's... Um, I can't remember who said it, and if, if this rings a bell, let me know, but, like, there is a scene somewhere in the series where somebody's talked about, like, in the way that, like, well, now basically the people that they love are almost like like something holding you back and now that yeah. now that she doesn't have yep. that oh that's a good she point. is like what is she going to become yeah. she is Cer Cersei unleashed yeah truly um and yeah true that's a good point i 
you, sorry, Scott and, and listeners and watchers, if you roll your eyes again, but like, I cannot get over how intentional and just beautiful some of the shots are in this episode. Oh, like sure. when, when Cersei sits on the throne, the way that it's, so it's like, it's backlit mm-hmm. in a way where the, like the walls behind the throne are slightly lit. And then there's a top down light on just the throne. It looks so good, dude. <laughs> it looks like I, I, I love I, I just love this episode. It's, it's uh, very good. I think I, I cannot think get over it. Having Jamie having just got back and kind of off to the side for this ceremony, not necessarily in it, is also a very like intentional and important yeah. choice, you know, too. For sure. Yeah. Him kind of looking onto it with, you know, whatever emotion you kind of want to say he's got in his face there is you know, and her, him, and Cersei like exchange a look, and she is like, "I have a just job to do." Now. Emotionless, yeah. yeah. Uh so yeah, it's it's interesting stuff for sure. Um, and and again, to your point, very, very, very well shot. Uh, and then to end it, hey, uh, can I just send a message out? You fucking nerds. <laughs> Yeah, this ahead. is a ti- this is a time skip. Okay. Uh, in this episode, we saw Elena and the Sand Snakes oh, and Ferris <laughs> in Dorne. This is season we've, six. We've given people enough shit for this. I don't give a we? shit, okay, dude. I, this right. pisses me off so much, dude. It this isn't everyone. Pisses me off to no fucking end. You know who you are, you fuckers who out there are like, like the fucking pace is terrible you know i just i i cannot i can't forget how just how that would so the same way that liana mormont was like taking the fucking internet by storm Mm -hmm. that sentiment took the it took the internet by storm and i was like this is normal. This is this happens all the time in Game of Thrones. The North remembers and Zachary also. I fucking remember. Remembers. Dude. All right. Uh, I'm sorry. I no, it's stop. fine. Uh so yeah, I mean this this isn't this is just Daenerys setting sail. Like yeah. she's got her fleet. It's it looks, epic, man. It's very epic. Like the music is swelling, the wind starts blowing, the that you, you see, see all the, the dragon banners. sails. Yep. Uh, you see the Dorn banners, so you know. Oh, they're here magically too. Varys is is magically here. I'm joking. I know. I'm giving you <laughs> shit. Uh, and yeah, she she's on her fucking way, and it only took forever. But I, she got uh, a lot of ships. <coughs> holy, <coughs> excuse me. And Zach's dying with how many ships? She um, you know what? This is absolutely like just because this is a recent thing for me. This gave me total like Civ Six. Oh my god! <laughs> like I I can't tell you how like <laughs> satisfying it is to work so hard. So like you have to conquer. I yeah, mean, yeah, if yeah. you're doing conquest, you have to conquer your your own continent first, so you don't get fucked in the in the ass. Uh, can't and then you that. have to spend a lot of time to upgrade and and get your shit up so you can have ships and enough ships. 
to get your army across, but still leave enough behind to like mm-hmm. protect your homeland if you're gonna go conquer like a, another continent. Dude, it's just like oh, the time has come, man. This is it's and it just feels so good when you finally select all send. That's oh, that dude, great. it's such a good feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I kind of know what you mean by that, but when I play those RTS games, I only use cheese strats, so <laughs> I, I don't quite okay. fully know. Uh, um, this this is obviously a monumental moment. Yes, like it truly. is extremely hype. Uh, it is so. I, I, you know, I haven't really, I think, you know, we haven't really talked about this before, but like, to me, this episode is kind of, 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 and I mean, obviously it is, but it's like, it's a monumental shift in the series. I almost view it as like, this is the end of act two, you know, if you're viewing the series Mm. as a whole, and now we're moving into the final, you know, the climax act, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, and it's just, it's obviously a big transition for a lot of characters, but especially for Daenerys because she has been in Essos in the East for the entire series for six seasons. Yeah. And now she's finally going to get that Iron Throne she yeah, was shut up about. It's crazy, man. Like, it's it's wild to think, like, how Danny feels so connected to the happenings of the entire yes. story. And she... She has always been in Essos. Yes, since since episode one, yep. a continent away. Um, it's it should. I mean, I, it's pretty cool. And the whether you are a Danny fan or not, the absolute just like h- hype and magnitude of her setting sail is it's very exciting. Also, just the sigh of relief of oh, we're finally done. <laughs> yes, yes, dude. Yes, I don't. I, 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 I'm try- again. Seven and eight are extremely fuzzy for me. Season seven and eight, I mean. But I feel like I will never have to write back in Marine in a recap ever again, and that just that makes me happy. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I feel that I won't have to be forced to read. Yeah, yeah a I, Marine yeah. paragraph. I'll cause... find a way. I'll find a way to make <laughs> you read something about Marine. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you will. Um, Scott, I think I need you to call a doctor. Uh, because I call have an ambulance, had... but not for you. No, I I have had an erection that has lasted longer than four hours. Since you watched this episode <laughs> yes. now? Okay. Yes. All right, fair enough. Uh, real quick, the one thing I wanted to go back to. Oh, yeah. I would have forgot. Thanks for remembering. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> is, and this is, I'm asking a question. I'm not saying how I feel one way or the other. Okay. These last three sequences, meaning, uh, Tower of Joy into Winterfell, mm-hmm. King's Landing, and Narrow Sea. Oh, are you going to ask what I was going to ask you? Oh, well, maybe. Should they have been in that order? Should oh, we have? Okay, no, that's not what I was okay. going to say. Should Daenerys have ended it, or should it maybe have been? See, I, yeah, this is already my Daenerys bias showing. I, 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 I know what you're getting at. I 100% think it's your Daenerys bias. It could be. It's so. Here's the thing. You, you think that the John reveal and King in the North thing should have been the the final. Yes. Okay. I think it is the most monumental turn in the episode, and it should have been. It's it's. Finale. I'll tell you. I mean, I, I guess I can't tell you how you feel, but. 
I mean, you probably can guess. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I think that uh, you and, and many, you know, book readers and show watchers have been so invested in the idea of, like, who is John? Okay. And, yes. and that, yes. and have been, like, so driven by the need to, to learn mm-hmm. that piece of information. And for the people who are able to read ahead and, and put the pieces together... Uh, like yourself, this was finally that like that resolution that you've been wanting since day one. Yeah, and I can understand why you would that would be the hype for you yeah. uh, to end the season. But uh, I do I do think that the last living Targaryen uh, setting sail to go conquer Westeros is a bigger monumental piece. And it's something that has been an on-screen dilemma, an on-screen, um, I guess, like, storyline that's been building, and and there's a bigger payoff in that being the end. You're probably right. And I'm not mad at the way they did it. It was just something I was thinking about, and I wanted mm-hmm. I wanted to voice it because I I do think there is kind of uh, an elegance to the way of we get crowning of the king in the north, so to speak, crowning of the seven the queen of the seven kingdoms into oh this is like what is she queen of Essos at this point <laughs> like she's yeah. not obviously but like holy but shit look at she's the size coming of to take feet. it yes yeah she's uh, coming to take those crowns. So there is a, like, you know, like some symbolism and some elegance in that. And like I said, I'm not mad at it. Some symbology, bro. But it's just like, also, I suppose you could say, like, listen, John ended last season. You know, we need to give someone else the the spotlight. This I, I think, like, regardless of that, I think, I do think that Danny's fleet and the magnitude of it setting sail is is just... I think it was done right. You're probably right. You're probably right. And also, like, like said, they're I... they're literally sailing off into the sunset. I mean, that is how you close a season. Come on. <laughs> I suppose so. I suppose so. Um, are we ready to move into who? I don't. Th- I do. I don't think quite yet. Okay. All right. Because sorry. I I had right. one thing I needed to. I thought you yeah, were going to yeah. go Hit. here as well. My question to you was going to be, how many scenes from this episode are going to go in our pot of of top scenes of all time? At the, I mean, at the very least, two. Yeah, I agree. It's well, it's and obviously we are counting Tower of Joy, King of the North as one. Scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I think I think you kind of have to. Um, What's the other one? Oh, I wonder. <laughs> uh, I mean, listen, like the Davos scene is incredible, <sighs> but I don't think I mean comparatively, I don't think it would have a shot. If we if we were to have like a a checkbox of like like character performance that would be sure that would be in there but like yeah. just greatest scenes of yeah. all time i i don't know that it holds a stone to uh the light of the seven and, yeah yeah and that, oh, geez, that you know people you know obviously there was a lot of like i remember the big thing people like compared it to was like that sequence in the godfather um you know when Cersei is kind of having all their stuff done, and that's just like yes, the the spectacle of that opening sequence is truly something else. Uh, anything yeah. else before 
I think uh, I think we're I think we're ready. Okay, let's do this. Let's do who be thrown in Zach. Yeah, yeah, Book. yeah, yeah. I updated Jon Snow's hey! picture because it's my maybe my favorite shot of him in the whole Why series. Why haven't you updated Danny's picture? Dude? I don't know because she still looks good in the blue. I mean, yeah, but it, that's what is that season two, season three, Danny? No, that's season three. I think. I think that's yeah, man. We anyway. just finished season six. Come on, bud. Well, she, you know, at the end of this, when she's on the ship, she's like in her own like black queen battle garb, and it just does not hold a candle to Cersei's, if we're being honest. So, oh, so, so she's what you're telling outplayed. me, what you're telling me is that you have an updated picture of Cersei for this list today. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go over who's our top five for last week. Uh, the winner of the Battle of the Bastards, Jon Snow, took our top spot. Sansa, obviously very instrumental in that, and killing Ramsay at two. Daenerys did something, I'm sure. She was at three. Oh, she won her battle for Marine. <laughs> That's what it was. piece of shit. 1-1 one, one being a general all-star and a baller was at four. And Yara Greyjoy, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, was it five? Uh, she, like, basically became allies and got the Iron Islands independence. Yeah, that's kind of was our whole thing there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, she's definitely coming off, so I'm just going to yank her down immediately. Yoink. Uh one one is is deceased, so sorry, one one. Uh you are gone gone. <laughs> uh, oh <my laughs> Sansa is good, but she, let's be real. She's not gonna make this list, is she? I don't think she is. No. Okay. John and Daenerys are going to make this list. Uh so we'll pull them down, but leave them up for now. Uh Zachary, who do you think? needs to join them uh i mean i think extremely obvious one well yeah i mean cersei for sure um let me find my new picture of her (laughs) (laughs) that i definitely have you fucking piece of shit what have you been doing trimming your cunt hair (laughs) (laughs) yes i was way too busy with that there's so many of them (laughs) there's so many (laughs) it's fucking like a pomeranian down there (laughs) Oh, I love it. Uh, anyone else you want to put forward as a possibility? Uh, I would like to put Davos as uh, a possibility. So fucking lootly. Um, I would like to name Liana Mormont. Yeah, I was definitely. Maybe Glover. I love the dude, but I don't know about that. Uh we just got to give him his fucking praise, dude. Have we I mean we have. I know, it's just okay. Um where we did have Le- yeah, Leanna. Um there's I there's do we credit Brand? obvious one you're missing by the way. And it's uh Arya of House Stark. Oh, duh. yeah, Jesus. That was dumb. Sorry. Um Let's see. Uh no, we don't credit Bran Cracklin. Oh, I I feel like we we have credited him in the past for for the I green seeing. I think like we scenes. talked about it. Okay, but I don't know if we. Actually I, I'm, did. I'm fine the, with him. Not. I just wanted to be consistent. You know. If if it yeah, <laughs> that's definitely what we are. <laughs> if it was a weaker episode, maybe. But sure, it's, okay, it's right. not. Uh, here's another one I think deserves strong consideration. Tyrion. Okay. 
Um, do we consider like a Varys and Elena like for like becoming allies with Danny, or does that just kind of all fall under Danny? I think that falls under Danny again, maybe in a weaker episode. But I think trimming okay. this is already going to be trimming those cotton hairs for sure. <laughs> Fucking hell, <laughs> is already going to be difficult. Hey, how many times have we said cunt in this episode? <laughs> so many times. Do you think YouTube's gonna like it? They'll love it. Uh, Fuck. Little, <laughs> uh, little finger, yeah. He, he's, he's my boy is scheming. What? Oh my god. Hey, uh, really quick, I've got a little little call to action for the listeners and yeah, watchers yeah. out there. Hey, do your listen, call to trim. If you guys, if you call to trim, yeah, you guys need. Have you guys bought Manscaped? We're not sponsored. Um, <laughs> Cunscaped. Um, all right, listen. If you guys haven't already figured out, YouTube's not going to like this episode. So be sure to share this with anybody who you think. Scott, shut the fuck up. I'm, I'm sorry. talking. <laughs> be sure to send this episode to anybody who you know who loves Game of Thrones uh, because we're going to need you guys to help us push this episode because YouTube is not going to do that for us. True. Uh, we said some bad words. I've said a few. Uh, John gets called the White Wolf, so obviously Ghost Ooh, should be on this What list. a good name, dude. Yeah, seriously, it's... What a good fucking The Young that, Wolf dude. does not hold a candle. Like, it's all right, but it's cool, the but White Wolf fucking dude. owns, dude. So good, man. Mel is banished, so she's... Dude, what are I you doing to, right I now? Stop, I need to fucking stop. All right. Uh, Braun, get the get Braun off that shit. Nah. I love how you said Braun before Ghost, by the way. Braun was very funny. Okay, let's okay. Let's let's start. We're going to fight about this, I think, but I Danny goes one for me. No. And it's it's Scott. Come on, bud. Dude. What are we doing here? Are you being serious? Yes. Okay. Here, here's There's okay. only one other person I think can be in contention. And Cersei? for me, it's, it's, it's John. No, I think it's John. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, dude, I feel like you're forgetting about Cersei. Because uh, aside from obviously Tommen, you know, doing his little his little skydiving without a parachute routine, <laughs> um, she successfully took out more of her enemies than maybe anyone in the entire history of the show has. And got crowned to be the, f- I don't actually know if that's true. First queen of the seven kingdoms. Maybe that may or may not be true. Don't, don't fact check that. She's queen of the seven kingdoms. You know, who's not currently queen of the seven kingdoms who only wants to take that Daenerys. That's what she wants. You know who currently is? That being said, Jon Snow has an extremely strong case as well. Daenerys, all she's doing is setting sail. Is it well, a big... I mean, she has just gained House Martell and House sure. Tyrell as is allies. It, is it a big moment? Is she in a good position? Yes. Which makes her a perfect middle three on this list. Look, dude. Okay, think about this. I'm thinking. One of the things that has given the Iron Throne such a secured position is the backing of House Tyrell. 
and they're not they're not sure. backing the Iron Throne at all anymore. Uh, sure, that is a huge allyship. I mean, like I don't think you're really given that. No, that is a I, it, major. It, loss. it is, but also think about how weaker House Tyrell is right now. Because Marjorie and Loras are gone, they still have the, uh, literally everything that the Reach produces nah, well, and contributes, that, and their army. I mean, it's it's heavily implied that like a good chunk of their army was also wiped out by that explosion. They like oh, they it, it's heavily been there. implied. Yeah, it's heavily implied by whom? Well, me reading the books and knowing that's what. <laughs> but well, think about the Tyrell army coming into the capital and marching the steps. They're still sitting there. They're standing there up on those steps. Okay. All right, uh, look, I think... <sighs> again, this is maybe the biggest power play in the history of the show. I am going to agree to Cersei, but not because of that. Okay, what's, what's because your Because I fucking said... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> not because you told me, okay? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, uh, I think that the only thing that helps her inch by is how incredible her her like her sequence was well yeah i mean like that that, that that is the selling point to me like they're they're all in extremely favorable positions and yes. i do think that danny still has the most favored position as a whole but i don't think Possibly. that her her scenes hold up to you know cersei's I, everything i 100% agree to that and so you agree cersei the the one argument Jesus, i would levy so tough, man that maybe puts John ahead of her is Cersei does take one big loss, obviously losing Tommen, mm -hmm. and John takes none, and also his scenes were exquisite. 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 I just came. <laughs> they were so good. Oh, my God. This but is so I'm, tough, I'm, man. I'm torn on that. This is really tough. Um... Because, again, I think her maneuvering was one of the biggest, most shocking events in, like, the show's history. Okay, and just just for the sake of consistency. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're, we're all about that consistency. This segment is called Who Be Thrown In. Yes. Uh, let's go ahead and give it to Cersei. I'll okay. check on Cersei. I, again, I think... I'm, gonna... I'm not... I felt very strong, but I, I'm glad... Scott, I I, I, I appreciate you, buddy. That's yeah, I appreciate yeah, you too. That's I why you just gonna go ahead and put John. Yeah, that's why we're just yeah. That's why we're gonna have this dialogue about how Jon Snow is absolutely <laughs> two because not only does he take zero L's, uh, and also he's now the king in the north. Also, his schemes, schemes, his scenes were uh, exquisite. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> and again. For as good a position as Daenerys is in, oh, she did have that one really good scene with Tyrion. But she had a yeah, that was a very good scene. All she's doing is like starting her journey. You know what I'm saying? I mean, obviously she's not. She's been on a long journey, but she's she's starting her transition to where she might be top of the list. But she's not there yet. I I see I see what you're saying. Um, I think that I might be having just a little recency bias at the end the end of the episode. Yeah. Just the hype. I it's get the it. music. The music got you, bud. But yeah. their tracks are also better. Also, <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
These, okay, so I feel like Arya has to make the list, and she probably goes four, then. I don't see any shot that she misses this list. She literally just got revenge for the Red Wedding. Yeah, I guess it's I, you know what it is. What so I agree with. I'm sorry, I didn't say anything. I just yeah, you. I was in stare, thought. You just stared at. I me. was just in thought. I agree that Arya needs to make the list, but what I'm struggling with is the cut that's gonna have to have to happen. Oh, okay. Next. Okay, that's fine. I'm gonna put uh, Arya up here. I I I think she's going to be four, but I don't know. I could be convinced otherwise. Um. Sam can go. Yeah, Sam can go. And I and I hate to say it because Tyrion scene was really great, but I think Tyrion goes as well. I did not expect that, but okay. Oh. Look, man, I mean, if if we're going to hold any weight to what da- what Danny actually did in this episode, we're giving her credit for that scene as well. Like Yes, I'm just thinking it more on like he became hand of the king queen again, which we know he loved doing, but I, yeah, I think but- I think you're probably right. I think you're probably right. I think, I just I think that the last spot needs to go to a performance, because like we're 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 out of like position players. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's probably Davos for me. I know, Shocker. I know you feel that way, but look, I'm trying to be unbiased. I like, know. Like, can we put Arya for? I I think that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I think her her thing is is a bigger deal. That leaves oh, us with, for the for the audio listeners. That leaves us with we're debating between. I don't know, man. Leanna Scott, Mormont listen, and Davos Seaworth. Here, 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 my here, my argument. No, here. I would. Love or to I guess it. it's not an argument because I don't know that I'm like necessarily petitioning for Liana. I just she she is. I mean, she she had the guts to stand up to these people and start 100%. and start. Like without her, people may not have claimed John as the the king of the north. I mean, it would it would have been probably inevitable, but like I'm, she got up and said it and started that. Like John's position. Yes. No. Listen, I'm a hundred percent with you, and I will gladly slide Liana into the fifth spot there. I just want you to remember that that voice crack that I know I am, dude. (laughs) Can we just have six people for this week, please? Uh, No, absolutely not. And and if you're fine with that, I will slide Leanna right up to number five. But I just wanted you to remember that little gaspy. (laughs) Because (laughs) you specifically said you want a performance. And while Leanna's play was very good and her performance is good if we're going strictly off performance it's not close it's davos absolutely in a walk i i don't know man i i think i go liana here all right i i am fine with that and will agree to it because i think her she is truly instrumental in what happens to get john to well see then there are we discrediting we're giving Leanna props where we just discredited Tyrion for. And I mean, it's him. it's her own scene, though. I mean, she's a part of a scene. That that's like saying that we need to credit Kyburn for Cersei shit. Like maybe we should. No, I'm kidding. Uh, shut the fuck I'm, up. I'm fucking kidding. Like I, I'm like she did her own thing, her own character yes. defining thing. Now I, I, I've, I've. 
the more I talk about it, I feel I okay. feel strong about it. All I right. think I think Liana's a solid five. I I you you know I feel like you acquiesced and I talked you into the Daenerys thing. I think you know I'm fine. You talking me into this Liana thing. Okay, that wasn't quite as hard as I thought it would be. You know we're. I'm quite as hard as I thought I'd be. Oh, yeah, you are. Uh, R.I.P. Sir Pounce, by the way. You know, the great Baylor explosion. Hashtag he confirmed. Was, he was truly the, the greatest casualty of that. Yeah. Um, number one, Cersei Lannister, the new queen of the Seven Kingdoms. John, do they call him Stark now? I don't even. I don't think so. I don't think so. No. John Snow, the king in the north. Uh, number three, Daenerys Targaryen. She's on her way. She be sailing. She's in a good spot. Arya Stark getting revenge for the Red Wedding. Uh, getting rid of that asshole Walder Frey. And number five, Lyanna Mormont. Um, not Lyanna Stark, who was also in this episode. Uh, but she did a great speech and really helped propel Jon to be king in the North. Uh, one quick note I do want to say. Uh, as great a spot as both Daenerys and Cersei are in at the end of the season, mm-hmm. I feel like if we did pick a winner of the season, like it's John, right? Like uh, in I a agree. walk. Yeah. I mean, dude literally started the season dead, and now he's king in the north. <laughs> <laughs> he was actually dead. Yeah. Uh, season six. Yeah, John wins season. We don't do that, but if we did, we don't do that. But I'm just gonna go ahead and say John wins season six. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree to that. I heavy agree to that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Scott, what are you rating? There's this no beating. This is a ten. This I'm is not a 10. even gonna pretend okay. to build suspense or beat around the bush. This is a hundred percent a ten. This episode is damn near perfect. Uh, so it held up to the utmost scrutiny. This is uh by that by that ruling we are in agreement that this is so far the best episode of the entire series. Yeah, because we've been as we talk about our consistency, we have absolutely rated I every mean, Scott, single episode listen, of the show. Listen, bud. <laughs> like the I in my opinion, currently as it stands, the only other episode that gets close to this level of excellence is Watchers on the Wall. I disagree. There's a big one you are forgetting. I mean, watching the wall is yeah. yeah sorry, watching the wall is yes in that conversation. But there is a season three episode that you are not taking into account. What episode? Um, a little episode that we talked about called "Kissed by Fire." Oh yeah, that episode is really great. Yeah, we yeah, were yeah, we yeah. weren't rating our episodes. Then, we, huh? I don't know. We're we're consistent. We always do that. No, we we were not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we absolutely were not. I wonder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What we would have given that? I would have given it a ten. I know that. Um, hmm. I don't even think we were rating episodes in season four. I don't remember specifically rating I, I Watchers in the Wall. I think we did. I think it was around did that we? time that we started rating like. We started remembering to rate every episode. Is is really what it was. Uh, uh, Watch the wall would also get a ten. Uh, just FYI. Yeah, if we didn't give it a ten, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're giving it a ten. Uh, uh, again, like uh, back to this episode, like, like I honestly, like, legitimately, like the two tiniest critiques I have were like, hey, throwaways. the CGI wasn't perfect on the explosion, and 
it was more of a question like should they have rearranged these scenes hey and the cgi looks no. like this came out 10 years ago yeah no like Come literally <laughs> like there is nothing yeah there is nothing wrong with it. it is as close to perfect as you can possibly get yeah. for an hour of television it's, I, it's I unreal agree. so scott this this episode is i don't think so even considering you know our what we just said about Watches on the Wall and Kiss by Fire. Mm-hmm. I don't think that there's an episode that does more than this. Uh, probably not, no. This, this is, in my opinion, this is the greatest episode of Game of Thrones thus far. You and might I, be I, right. I think I think great is a good way to say it, too. Like, I don't know that it's inherently, like, the best okay, done or performed. Like, it, it just... Yeah. It is the biggest episode. Although it's got that too. It's got, well, it's I mean, yeah, pretty goddamn good performances. Right? It's it's just it's just so wild, dude. Um, yeah, it's unreal. This is literally just a fucking two hour circle jerk. Uh, I mean, it's okay, about man. What, is the, what are they, like? What are you guys tuning in for at yeah, this point? Seriously. Like, like we're in the good stuff. Come on, Listen, we yeah. I feel like we have been plenty critical of this series when it deserves it and i i literally i legit tried to be about this episode but it was just it was too powerful yeah it's too good lena lena hetty received universal acclaim for her performance in the finale receiving her third primetime emmy award nomination let's go lena hetty yeah dude oh my god dude it's this uh I've got the uh, the wiki up. Yeah. Okay. For Winds and, of Winter. Yeah, and uh, it's wild, man. Like this. So here, here's a cool little stat. I uh, love them stats. Yeah, we love stats. Uh, as of so, this is obviously a little old here, but as of June twenty third, two thousand twenty two. Keep in mind, this episode came out well, well before that. Uh, yes. 9.9 out of 10 still in Jesus ratings. Christ. <laughs> it's just insane, dude. I believe this, if 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 I recall correctly, uh, this was number one on that ringer list, right? Of all the episodes. I that's a ooh, I might I I want to revisit that list. I think it is, yeah. I I, I believe, which we had pro we talked very briefly at one point about that list, how the problems we did have with it, but you know, I can't be mad at them for that. Yeah. It's, uh, it's wild, man. It's a great episode. Uh, guys, listen, we we appreciate you guys so much for hanging out with us all this time. Uh, if you're new here, please consider subscribing and hitting the notification bell uh, if you're watching on YouTube. If you're new to the podcast, uh, subscribe on your favorite podcast listening app. and uh, Share it with a friend. Yeah, share it with a friend. We, we don't really say and ask caring, you know, very often. And I feel like we used to do that. But listen, guys, that, that goes a long way. Tell a friend to listen if you think they'll enjoy. Uh, and just to throw it back for the old old listeners, tell your fucking grandma, dude. Tell your grandma to listen to this podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Tell, tell, tell her old ass to listen and she'll love it. Uh, and we'll love you guys forever. Um, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at We Don't Want a Pod. I am trying to be more consistent on there to keep you guys in the loop. Uh, please come hang out with us. It would mean a lot. Scotty? That's it, bud. That's all she wrote? That's it. This we'll wasn't s- long enough, I said. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Thanks again. Bye-bye. Tell your grandma to go listen to Light of the Damn 7. Light of the Damn 7. Light of the Damn 7. Light of the Damn 7.
man. 